Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 175, and welcome back to the Front Porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. So glad uh, that you are listening, and we're learning, and we're growing together. I think that's so awesome. Uh, the idea that there are people all around the country that are listening to this podcast and we're learning about God's Word together, that idea of community. It's always been about that, right? It's always been like a thought's never just been about me. It's been about something to share and be a part so we grow and we learn and develop together. Like if I have a, a really great recipe, right? The worst thing I could do is only cook it for my family. No, no, no. I want to invite other people into it so everyone gets to enjoy it. And that's what I think we do with God's Word that's so beautiful. It's what makes our community strong. It's going like, no, let us learn and figure it out and struggle together and go after it. Like It makes it so much more beautiful. So, so grateful that you've tuned in. So grateful for some of you who continue to tune in. That just blows my mind. There's some of you who have listened to every one of these episodes. That blows my mind. Um, but it's kind of beautiful because I feel like we're getting to learn and figure stuff out together. And I mean, I've gone through a whole bunch of change in the last year and a half that I've been doing this podcast. So it's kind of cool to have a little bit of a documented thing of my life in in relationship to the things that I'm learning through scripture. And I wonder, I, I wish I could know all of your stories in the way that these scriptures are intersecting wherever you are in your life. So we're all learning together. We're all growing together. Our stories are so unique. Um, but then a part of the thing that's really beautiful is that we're united in Jesus. Like it's the one thing that unites us, like our Everything is crazy and all over the place, and I'm sure you've been left, right, over, up, down, all over the place over the last year and a half, but we center ourselves in Christ. We center ourselves around his word, just helping to bring us life and life to the full. So that's what I love about this, and I, that's why I love coming out here on the front porch and working through these passages on, on my own personal time and then being able to bring them here and kind of reflect with you. It's kind of cool. So. Thank you for listening. And then thank you for those of you who continue to uh, donate on Patreon. It means a lot to me. I really, really appreciate it. Okay, here we go. Psalms 94.11. Now, if you have time, go read all of Psalms 94. There's like five or six verses that I'll probably start doing uh, over the next few months out of Psalms 94. This verse just, you know, it, it got me this morning as I was reading through it. But Psalms 94, 11 says this, The Lord knows all human plants. He knows that they are futile. <laughs> I got caught up on that word a little bit. <laughs> the Lord knows all human plants. He knows that they are futile. Um, I, uh, you know, we moved into this house uh, almost two months ago. And, you know, it needs a, a bit of updating, right? The house is from the 1950s. Um, they've done some remodeling in the house. But for the most part, there's lots of things that need to get redone on this house. Um, there are two different approaches to doing that. There is the run and gun, and there is the planned approach. I am a run and gun guy. My wife is a planned person. So she's just like, no, 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 let's think through this. And I'm like, no, we don't have time to think through it. Let's just get it done. And so, you know, all the appliances for the most part in the house were kind of not great. And so 
I was like, I was like, look, uh, I, I, I'm going to go online and I'm going to like offer up Craigslist or whatever. I'm going to go start looking for Viking. Like Viking's a great brand, you know, but they're super expensive. So I'm not going to pay full price, but I'm going to go online. I'm going to find, you know, uh, Viking, you know, uh, appliances and get them for a good price. So I find, I started looking for microwaves and, and you know, the, uh, uh, above cabinet, you know, microwaves and are in cabinet microwaves. And so I, I, I find this one. I'm like, oh, it's so good. It was like 250 bucks, normally $800 or all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, let's just do it. She's like, I don't feel right about it. I'm like, Patty, we just got to go make this thing happen. This is a great deal. So I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. She's like, I don't think it's a good idea. Push, 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 push. So I finally go meet up with the person and it was really sketchy. And the guy had it basically the microwave plugged into his front yard and he's like walking me through the whole thing. Like, oh, we barely used it. I'm like, yeah, of course. And I'm again, I'm like rushing. I'm like, what a good deal. Da, da, da. So get it back home. I go to I go to put it in and I forgot, of course, because I'm rushing. I forgot. Like, wait a second. You have to actually have a mounting you know, a way to mount it. Like he didn't have that with the microwave. And I'm like, shoot. So now I got to go to Viking. I got to order that part. I got to wait a week for it to come in. So I get that part. Right. And then I, I, I start plugging it in. I get it all the way put in. And then I, um, going through the buttons, I press start, uh, to start the microwave and it doesn't work. So I have, the, I've just gone through all the hustle and bustle of getting this thing. And this guy said he barely used it. I go to hit the start button and it doesn't work. So I got to take the whole thing down again. I got to take out the logic board. I got I found out that the start button was broken. So I got to go in and repair the start button, right? So I go repair the start button and put it in. It breaks again. I got to take it all back. And finally I fixed it. But I'm just telling you, it was so stupid. Like had I just listened and slowed down to Patty, right? We probably would not have had this problem. Probably wouldn't. I, so this microwave stares at me every single day as a reminder that my plans and my way of going after things aren't always the best way, right? And my plans in this case are futile. Like they're, it's just not good. It costs me way more money, way more time. Instead of just going and getting a waiting and being patient, getting the right one, I pushed. And I think we do the same exact thing in light of God, because all of our wisdom. All of it is nothing in light of the all-surpassing omniscience of God. Now, now you might be saying, okay, okay, that was a real fancy word that you used there, like omniscience. What the heck does omniscience mean? Um, this is who God is, right? God is omniscient, not what he does, okay? He's not like, uh, you know, I just do all these things. No, it's who he is is who he is he possesses all wisdom and all wisdom comes from him and him only and as i process through this i have this very human logical reaction right like ah that seems a little outlandish you know it seems a little like out there like kind of crazy you know like the uncreated creator like that just kind of blows our mind we're like no 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 no, that can't do that right and so what we want to do is we want to doubt it and we want to doubt it by using human reasoning which only makes the greater point that we are limited and god is not right we are limited because we can't figure it out and god has figured out he is all of that like all life all wisdom all truth it all comes from god 
And so as we are starting to process through these really heavy weighty things and we can't figure it out, it only proves the point. You don't know what to do. And we, but yet we've convinced ourselves that we are wise. We convince ourselves that we got it all figured out. We know what to do. And I love in Romans 11, like Pastor Paul, you know, he's like writing this letter, right? And he has been laying down like the theological foundation for us to build our lives on, right? So if you read through Romans, like one, two, three, you're going on through like, whoa, this is heavy. This is theologically dense, right? There's so much stuff in there. And then he comes to the end of chapter 11 and he like explodes in the song, right? It doesn't make any sense. It's just not like, it's like a, it's like a knee jerk. What just happened? Like an emergency break just went off. He breaks out into song, which by the way, Paul doesn't do very often. And he says, who can understand the mind of God? Who can comprehend his ways? Paul like through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit is directing us that no matter how we think and what we perceive to understand is so limited in light of the omniscience of God. Paul's like saying like this. He's like, look, y'all, I'm unpacking some serious theology right now, like really going through it. And my mind is blown I don't have it figured out either. I don't know what to do. So what do I do? I worship. I go like, I don't know who understands the mind of God, right? As I'm digging into all this, Paul's digging into all this theology, all these things that the Spirit of God is inviting him into. The Spirit of God invites him into just a massive amount of humility to just go like, stop and worship me for a second. And Paul's like, whoa, who can understand the mind of God? Who can comprehend his ways? No one. No one. But here's what I I kept thinking through. That to me, and maybe you'll struggle through this, but is a very comforting thought. Like it's a very comforting thought. You are not meant to know it all. You can't handle it. I can't handle it. Only God can handle it. He's omniscient. He's the one all wisdom comes from because only he can handle it. I can't handle it. Right? And the more we convince ourselves that we hold a corner on absolute truth, the deeper we deceive ourselves and the darker our lives will be. See, we are convinced that the more we know, the more powerful we'll be. And he's like, no, it's just not going to work that way. Because in what we do next with this understanding is really, really important, you know? If we continue to believe that we are wise and we are the masters of our own universe, right? Then it really just goes bad. Or the option is, what if we humbled ourselves? What if we humbled ourselves and we walked faithfully alongside of his leading and his wisdom in our lives? So it's not my own wisdom, but his wisdom, which means what? I have to jump into relationship. A deep-rooted soul relationship with him. This is where I, this is almost like, it's almost like just lean into me. Listen to me. I love you. I care for you. We keep resisting that. And this is why I love David's honesty in this passage. He's like, guys, 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 come on. You know how silly you are, right? You know that God looks at all your plans 
all the plans we make to be powerful and successful, and he laughs. Like he laughs like a father watching an infant trying to dress itself, right? And so, and if you, if you, I hope you have that in your mind, how silly it is, like watching an infant trying to do something it cannot do. It does not possess the ability to do it. But gosh dang it, they're going to go after it, and they're going to try. And you just kind of laugh because it's so silly, and they're so frustrated, and rah, you can see it on their face, right? They want to do it, but they can't. Right? And no matter how hard they try or we try, it's not time yet. Right? And David is also probably like self-reflecting on his life, right? About the times he thought it had it all figured out and how it went horribly wrong. And that's the thing with free will. And the thing with free will is it's this beautiful gift that can bring life and come alongside of the wisdom that God has called us into. Or... It just brings devastation and death as a result of walking outside of the will of God and into our own human intellect, which is a very, this is Eve in the garden going like, Satan's going like, yeah, I think God's trying to play a game on you. He he doesn't want you to know what he knows. And Eve's like, ooh, well, I'm going to have the apple and I'm going to be like God. I'm going to be God. That's what we're wanting to do. And God's like, you can't handle it. It was never meant for you. And that is why the Bible is so beautiful, right? It shows us both, look, it shows us both what what happens when we challenge and we lean into our own human intellect and our own plans. And it also shows us what happens when people lean in and live in faith, right? And and this is why the Bible is so beautiful. It's showing us these stories, of how it goes really, really bad and how it goes really, really beautiful. And in the question that it's just going to ask us, the Bible's going to ask us over and over and over is, are we making this life all about God? Or are we making it all about ourselves? So here's my encouragement, you know, or maybe it's a challenge, probably encouragement and a challenge. What if you just today, just, just stop stop and reflect on the past decisions you've made and maybe your present decisions that you're made you're making and and go am i living in light of the wisdom of god or am i continuing to justify my actions to justify my own logic and do my own thing are you depending on him wholly or just your own futile human intellect because the wisdom of God is the way in our lives it creates the way in our lives that's why it's like lean not into your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him Proverbs says and he will direct your path so what wisdom are you trusting your own others or God Ask yourself that question. What wisdom am I trusting? Am I trusting my own wisdom, the wisdom of others only, or God's wisdom? Because he can use others, and he can use us, but it has to come from him first. Father God, we need your help. We need your wisdom for your glory and your honor. In the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe in